I'm Jess Bjorling, and this is the Jess for Moms podcast, and today's episode is The Importance of Feeling Like You in the Postpartum Stage. Welcome to the Jess for Moms podcast. I'm your host, Jess Bjorling, and here we talk about all the ways you can prepare for and thrive in the postpartum stage and beyond into motherhood. There are a lot of resources for taking care of your baby or your kids, And while that is very important, this podcast is different. This is a resource just for moms, a resource that will help you take great care of yourself while taking great care of your kids. All right, I hope you had a great Halloween. We had a really fun time this year. I feel like as my kids are getting older, it just becomes more and more fun. And they have been obsessed with the Mario movie this year. And so they wanted to be the characters from that. And so Will was Mario, Andy was Princess Peach, and he even dressed Tate up as baby Luigi. And it was really fun because my husband and I, um, one of our first years married, we needed costumes for a party. And we went to this, like, I don't know, Zurchers or some party store just really quickly and found, like, two men's costumes of Mario and Luigi. And so we got those for our Halloween costume that year. But what was funny is that it was, like, like a standard men's size, but my husband's really tall, so it's, like, a little bit short on him and pretty long on me. Anyway, we had a good laugh about that way, you know, years ago, and had a lot of fun being Mario and Luigi, and then we held on to them in this costume box, and it was so fun, because we pulled them out, and we're like, well, I guess we're gonna dress up too, and so we joked that we were Mario and Luigi, and Will and Tate were baby Mario and baby Luigi, so it was a lot of fun this year to dress up as those characters and our kids have been excited about it for so long. Last year we were all the Paw Patrol characters which they loved so it's so fun to see them grow and have their own interests and gone are the days of me choosing our Halloween costumes but they still are good for now with all of us like being from the same theme which I love so that was a lot of fun so I hope your Halloween was a lot of fun too. Um, But let's dive into the topic for today, which is the importance of feeling like you in the postpartum stage. Now, this is something you've probably heard me talk a lot about, or you will hear me talk a lot about. Feeling like you, like just the stand, like the, the basic version, I guess. The basic version of you that's always been there. Always like the most, for me, the justest Jess that I am the person that I've always been, the importance of feeling like yourself in the postpartum stage is huge. And I wanted to talk about that for a minute because let's talk about like, why is it important? Why does it matter that you feel like you in the postpartum stage? And really there are so many reasons for why this matters. And it's an area that I could talk about for forever and that I feel so, so, so strongly about because I've seen this make a huge difference, not only for me personally, but for my clients as well. So I just want to talk about two of those reasons specifically, the two that I see that matter the most. So Number one reason for why it's so important to feel like you is because it helps you balance emotionally. And so 
I want to talk about that a little bit more, obviously. So you're going to be going through a lot of changes physically. Your body is going to be trying to regulate again. And your hormones are firing all the time. And they're trying to tell your body to contract your uterus so that it shrinks back down to a regular size. Um, that your hormones are going to be telling your body to create breast milk. And they're also trying to regulate at the same time. So coming like balancing back out after being pregnant for so long. Your body's letting you know you're not growing a human being anymore. And so our hormones are actually doing amazing things. I think hormones sometimes get a bad rap for things, but really what our hormones are doing are incredible. But it can also, as a result, feel like a roller coaster. So doing things that help you feel like you, the truest version of you, can help you feel like something is steady. It can help you feel a little more normal and give you a reminder that things will get even more back to normal. And this will help you feel more balanced emotionally overall. It can, as along with that, it can give you things to look forward to. So sometimes the postpartum and newborn stage can feel a little mundane. And you might find that you love that. For some of you, it might be a welcome change of pace. And for some of you, it will feel more challenging. Um, But regardless, having things to look forward to, no matter if you like the change of pace or not, having things to look forward to will help you in the harder moments of this newborn postpartum stage. And so for me, what this looks like is, oh, my baby has been cluster feeding all day and I feel touched out, but I know that I just need to hang in there a little longer because tonight I'm going to meet my friends at McDonald's for a quick treat and chat. And I laugh because McDonald's is probably not the thing that you think of to like, oh, I look forward to this. I don't know. Maybe you do. But this is a real example from when I had my third baby at the beginning of this year. So when I had Tate, my friend had also just had a baby. And there is a McDonald's about halfway between our houses. And so we both fed our babies and separately and then drove to McDonald's and with another one of our friends. And we sat inside of McDonald's and talked about all the things that were hard and challenging. We were both having some issues with breastfeeding and we're comparing notes from lactation specialists. And we also were encouraging each other and pumping each other up. And we shed a few tears because, you know, we're a couple weeks postpartum. And we laughed a good amount and we went and got back in our cars. We actually even like stood, like opened our doors and stood and took this cute picture of the three of us at our different cars that I will always remember. But we, I went home and I don't even think we ordered anything. I think we literally just sat in McDonald's. I think we even maybe like brought cushions to sit on. Like we just sat in McDonald's and talked, but I went home feeling so much better. Like I can't even describe to you so much better, so much more energized, so much happier and just feeling more like me because I'm someone who really values like time and connecting with people that I'm close to, whether that's friends or family members and that in-person connection. I even left my baby home because it wasn't going to be very long, but having that one-on-one time with my friends to just kind of laugh and cry and talk and debrief and share about our birth experience. All of it just helped me so much. And I came home feeling like, okay, I've got this. If he cluster feeds, it's okay. 
if he's up multiple times tonight, I felt more re-energized. So that's what I mean by planning things to look forward to. Even if it's the day of, maybe it's an hour before, maybe it's spur of the moment, but having things that you can look forward to throughout the week, like turning your doctor's um, doctor's appointment into a little mini date with your partner, or maybe it's just a little get yourself a treat on the way home by yourself. Whatever it is, finding little ways and things to look forward to. It doesn't need to be and probably won't be anything big. And we talk about this a ton when you create a postpartum plan, but again, having things to look forward to is huge. So that's the first reason why doing doing these things that help you feel like you, that's why this really matters. It will help you so much emotionally, I promise. And then the second reason is that doing things that feel like you, that are just for you, the second reason is your needs and interests should continue even when you become a mom and even in the postpartum stage. And this is one that I see a lot of women especially have a tough time with. They immediately feel selfish for continuing interests and prioritizing your interests and hobbies as a need. But I want you to think about the kind of example that you want to give to your kids. And so this is an exercise that I do for myself honestly quite a bit. When I feel selfish for doing something, I think about would I want Andy, my daughter, to feel this way when she's a mom? Or would I want Will or Tate to feel this way when they are a dad? Do I want them to feel like in order to be a good parent, they need to give up their interests or hobbies? And no, the answer is no. I don't want that. I would want them to make sure that their kids' needs are met and that they're showing them a lot of love and attention and being an equal contributing parent along with their partner. Absolutely. That comes first and foremost. But I would also want them to get help doing that. I would want them to make sure that they're meeting their needs. And one of those needs is to feel feel like a whole person and to not be defined solely as their role as a parent or a provider, but allowing that to make them an even better version of themselves in addition to holding all of those pieces that, holding on to all of those pieces that still help them feel like them. And I want the same for you. And I hope you do too. I hope that you know that your interests and your hobbies should continue on. It is not selfish. In, in actuality, it will help you. Like I, that example of me going to meet up with my friends, it will actually fill you with more energy, make make you a happier, better version of yourself, which means you're a happier, better parent. You're a happier, better partner. And so... I hope that you know that you are still a developing human being and you haven't peaked when you're a mom, when you become a mom and you haven't just, the days of you pursuing interests and talents are not over. You should be continuing to grow and learn in the ways that you need to with whatever life throws your way and then also in the ways that you want to and the things that you're interested in because this will only contribute to you being an even better person, an even better parent, and I promise you that it is worth prioritizing. So those are the main two reasons why I feel like it is so important to prioritize doing things that help you feel like you. But as I was thinking through this, I thought of two questions that might come up for you since I've seen them come up for other people quite frequently. And so the first one 
that I get asked a lot by moms and clients are how do I identify what activities help me feel like me and how do I work those into the postpartum stage? And so I actually, I see these, the, I hear these questions most often when um, my clients have had a baby before and they're in the mom mode and maybe they have felt like, you know, and I fell into this where it was harder to, you just kind of assume like, oh, I don't really have time for these hobbies or time for these interests or time to really focus on me because again, it's easy to feel selfish and that's coming from such a good place. But I just want you to take a minute, take 60 seconds and I just want you to brainstorm. What helps me feel like me? Write down every idea that comes to your mind on a piece of paper. Think about high school you or little kid you or maybe college you. A time in your life where you felt pretty fulfilled. What did you enjoy doing? What made you happy or helped you relieve stress? What things did you do during a more recent time period maybe or maybe during pregnancy or before pregnancy that helped you feel like you? And there are no wrong answers and you're not going to need to do every single thing that you write down. But just get it all out brainstorm all of it. Write it down. Take 60 seconds. Take three minutes, however long you need, but just write down everything that comes to mind, everything that filled you up. And it's okay if not all of those would fill you up now, but it's just to get your brain going. And then after you have that list, just circle two or three. You can circle more if you want, but at least two or three that you know really help you feel good and ones that are possible also to do during the postpartum stage. Like if, for example, running is a way that you feel like you, that's probably not a great one to circle for now. Actually, it's not a great one to circle for now. You can do it after your postpartum, after you're healed and cleared by the doctor, but don't do that right now. But once you have circled those two or three things, try to think for a minute about how could you build those into this newborn postpartum stage? Could you do them during a nap? Could you do them next to your baby during a time when they're in a swing or a bouncer? Could you do them when your partner is home? Could you do them when you have a visitor over? Could you take them, could you take your baby with you somewhere to do this thing? But write down a couple methods that might work for you. Schedule them in if you can, but if not, just be looking for opportunities of where you can implement these like during any of those options that I just listed. It may feel overwhelming during the postpartum stage to try to think about fitting these things in. But I promise you, if you take just a minute to brainstorm, or maybe you brainstorm with your partner or your parent or a sibling or a friend, have them help you think of times or help have ask for their help in creating opportunities for snippets of time to really engage in activities that help you feel like you. And again, this can be a few minutes, this could be an hour, but I promise if you just take the time to brainstorm and if you take the time to think about when you could do these activities, you will think of things. There are times, there are ways, there are things that you can do even during the postpartum stage that will make a huge difference in you feeling like you. Now the second question you might ask is, what if I don't enjoy all the things that I used to? And I've heard moms express this a lot and feel discouraged about this. And I want you to know that that's okay. 
focus on the ones that you enjoy now in this stage and know that once you're feeling better physically and more stable emotionally and more in a routine and probably better rested, you will likely enjoy those things again or you will find new things that you enjoy. But I do want to make one special caveat that if you are not feeling enjoyment in anything that this is a strong indicator that what you are experiencing in postpartum is postpartum depression. And if that's the case, if you are feeling really down and nothing is really bringing enjoyment or pleasure, talk to your doctor because that is something where you need and you deserve professional help. And the best news is that it is available to you. You can get the help that you need from your doctor. So please don't wait another day if that's where you, the state that you're in right now. I promise you that you can get help and you deserve that help. And then outside of that special circumstance, again, if you are feeling like there are things that you just don't enjoy as much as you used to, that's okay. You're probably, you're not going to be feeling your best in the postpartum stage. A lot of things may not sound as fun because you have a lack of energy or you're super sore or sleep deprived or emotional. So that's okay. Just find two or three little things that can help you feel calm. It could be taking a bath. It could be going for a short walk. It could be a drive. It could be listening to music that you love or a book that you love. Or We talked on my Instagram page the other day about different comfort things, comfort movies, comfort foods, comfort articles of clothing. Just try to nourish yourself. Help yourself be the most you version of you that you can in the postpartum stage and know that that will continue to evolve. You will continue to heal. You will continue to regulate and you'll continue to feel more and more like yourself. But being intentional during the postpartum stage about feeling like yourself will help you in a stage where you're not really feeling the most like yourself. Your body is not feeling at its best. Your emotions are not feeling at their best necessarily. And so whatever you can do to help yourself just feel a little bit more normal, a little bit more like you will go a long way. If you are struggling in this area, or really in any other area in the postpartum stage, or maybe you know someone that is. I have 30-minute sessions, one-on-one sessions that I have designated for this exact reason. So if this is you, go to justformoms.com right now and schedule a one-on-one session. I've got you. We will turn your postpartum experience around and get you on track to actually enjoy this time with your sweet baby. I know that you're tough. (laughs) Moms are so tough. And I know that you could do it on your own because a lot of women have done it on on their own. But you don't need to. That is literally why I'm here. I feel so passionate about women not needing to do this on their own. The postpartum stage is really scary and challenging for a lot of people. And it doesn't have to be. It doesn't have to be as hard as when we try to do it on our own or just trying to push through it. And so if there is an area that you are struggling with, I hope that you'll sign up for one of these. Or if you know someone who's having a hard time, like I mentioned before with the postpartum stage, please send them this link because I would love to meet with them and love to help them. And actually, I wanted to read just one quick review from someone that I just recently helped in one of these 30-minute sessions. And she said, Jess was a lifesaver for me in a really dark time. 
I didn't prepare myself for the postpartum phase of motherhood in any way, and it hit me hard. Breastfeeding struggles, hormones, anxiety, mom guilt, everything you would think of. My sister-in-law put me in touch with Jess, and it made such a difference. She validated all my concerns and gave me a healthier way to view my challenges. Her postpartum plan made me feel less overwhelmed and encouraged me to focus just on the most vital things at that stage. She was a listening and understanding ear when I needed it most and helped point me in the right direction for nursing help for both me and my baby. Most importantly, she helped me let go of unmet expectations and helped me feel like I wasn't alone in that process. This was so sweet. This makes me so happy. These messages that I get from my clients or these reviews, this is literally why I do this. I firmly believe that we can do this postpartum newborn stage in a better way. And one of the main ways that we can do this is by doing things that help us feel like ourselves, that bring that little piece of normalcy. So if you need help with this or any other postpartum challenge, I am here for you. And I'll be sure to include that link to the 30-minute one-on-one sessions in the show notes as well. So that is the end of this week's episode. I'm so excited for the next couple. We have some awesome guests um, that will be two Fridays from now and the following two Fridays from now that I'm so thrilled and excited about that you will not want to miss. So make sure to check it out. I'm so glad you joined me today. As a thank you, head over to jessformoms.com forward slash resources and download my guide of seven ways to get the sleep you need in the newborn stage. I'll make sure to include the link in the show notes as well. So check it out and let me know what you think.